Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hi. Hello. Hello. Someone's going to Disneyland. <laughs> I go to Disneyland ooh, tomorrow. Ooh, well, I go to ooh. I go on a plane tomorrow, but I go to Disneyland the next day. I'm very excited. Oh, fun. Yeah. I still have stuff to do today. I have to do my laundry and I have to pack. Oh. But otherwise, totally ready to go. I love it. I love it. Sun's out. It is here in Seattle. Yeah, sun's out, buns out. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is January still. Yeah, it's January, and it's a brisk like forty-five degrees outside. It's January twentieth, everyone. Yes, it is. Oh, welcome to the next twenty years of your life, beaches. There we go. Woo-woo. Sun <laughs> is in Aquarius, and so is Pluto. Oh, Pluto. Oh, Pluto. You little shit. <laughs> and in case anybody needs a reminder, yes. Oh, <clears throat> it is moving into Aquarius today, and the moon is going into Gemini at six oh seven p.m. No, six oh seven a.m. It went into Gemini this morning. It went into Gemini this morning, so and but this is... afternoon it's four something. Pluto's c- going in or something uh, like that. Yeah, it's this yeah. afternoon. So that's yeah. coming up. Pretty co- a couple hours for us. For us, yeah. Um, it's so, already happened. Yeah, by the time you're you. hearing this, it's gonna be. Deep in it. Deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think it's so funny. Can I tell you? There were mm-hmm. a couple of things that were like testing my ability to be cool. Um, I have a difficult time when things go wrong with a plan or have to change a plan. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a really difficult time with that. And um, some stuff was happening um, regarding my trip that was like potentially going to be like, oh, no. And... Mm today it's all falling together so it's like the sun went into aquarius and the energy in my life just went okay i guess it's your birthday (laughs) we'll go easy on you be nice to Corey. i guess we'll be nice because it's a birthday it's my birthday hey i guess we heard from a listener and i didn't get permission to say their name and they mentioned i guess we said psychopath or something like that in regards to Netanyahu or somebody. Oh, oh, it was the billionaires episode where we talked about the billionaires brain. People not having any empathy. Yeah, and they have a diagnosis of... Psychopathy? Yes. Yes. Sociopath is generally the term most used for folks who experience no empathy. She, they, he... We're like, not everybody who is diagnosed as a psychopath is like that. Yeah. And we're not all murderers. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know you're not all murderers. But and some of us do have empathy. It's just not. It's a general. And you you all are usually so good about that. And I was like, you know what? We are. I appreciate and a gentle correction. I did too. Yeah. yeah. And and they were like, I'm still going to listen to you. I know you probably didn't mean anything by it, but um, maybe educate yourself on it. So there we go. I wanted to pass that on and say that I have done a teeny bit of more research on it. And yeah, that must suck. And it must be, it must suck to like I I don't know if I was diagnosed with that I would ever tell anybody because of all the stigma yeah yeah Dexter all (laughs) of that I mean that's where that show has so many problems I know I know but like that's where people go when you hear that and 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 you do also one does also go to oh you have no empathy you don't understand and that's not the case 
it's not the case. So I think I can say billionaires probably could use a little work in the empathy department. Oh, they could. Yeah. Yes. But that doesn't mean that the yes. billionaires are psychopaths. Yes. And I can't remember what exactly the article said, but it was a, a research study. Yeah. So anyway. Talk about brain chemistry and things like that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there you go. Thank just you. Just so everyone knows we're not brain scientists. No. And we appreciate the gentle correction. Oh my gosh, yes, Very we much. do. Yep, Thank yep, you. Yep. Yeah. Did you have any babble today? I went and saw the Welcome to Night Vale show last night. <laughs> Their tour this year is called The Attic, and it was so, so good. It was so good. It was so good. <sighs> it was wonderful. Um, that's my babble. It was a great time. <laughs> was the song Half Light sung last night? Mm-mm. Oh. I wonder if they didn't make it or if they sang a different song. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll find who? out. Why am I blanking on her name? I was supposed to oh, go the see musical her guest in November. Was, the musical guest was Danny Schmidt, which is a different person. Oh, yeah. It is a yeah. different person. So Yeah, she was supposed to be here. Darn. It okay. Happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway. Well, cool. It was fun. It was very fun. Ooh. It was wonderful. The seats at the Neptune fucking suck. Oh, The venue no. is beautiful. The venue is beautiful. We love the Neptune. Mm. We love the Neptune. Love you, Neptune. Your seats are fat phobic. <laughs> oh. Your seats are so crammed together. Mm. that you're basically in your neighbor's lap and to sit straight on there is so little leg room that like you can't sit straight on unless you're nine (laughs) that sounds like a bad airplane seat miserable oh my gosh it's miserable so i preemptively bought an aisle seat this time so that i would have a little more room didn't help a ton but it helped Mm. enough yeah okay the show was amazing the neptune's wonderful we love the neptune just just a little constructive feedback your seats are bad yeah <laughs> your seats are bad let's let's start a capital campaign so we can change those seats <laughs> change those seats. Change it's, the seats. it's the thing that happens with old venues yeah but it was the 10-year anniversary of night welcome to night Vale's touring shows wow. like the and the first time they ever toured a show the first show they ever did was at the neptune oh my gosh so i very had cool. no idea yeah. they started here yeah. that's wild pretty Cause, fun because yeah, was awesome yeah yeah that's all i have that's all i, I think, have well i'm i'm saving my next babble for later yeah for sure. later because it's all about my animals sorry. oh well sorry okay. everyone <laughs> little teaser <laughs> teaser there we go yeah so we're doing stories today we got stories because it's Imbolc. yeah it's a spring equinox Imbolc or Imbolc. no it's not or... the spring equinox no i'm drunk no no no, no. it's it's the b it's the cross quarter day, day. In between winter solstice and spring equinox. The spring equinox yeah. is, is around a star at time, Corey. You know yeah. that. Yeah, you did. It you just, know this. It just came out of your mouth that way. I recorded so much content yesterday. My brain is so tired. Yeah. <laughs> dice, 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 baby. Magic. Dice, dice, baby. Yeah, go. And yeah, there are different ways to pronounce and it is in Irish tradition, in Irish witchcraft, and in other Celtic traditions as well, Scottish and all those. You know, Celtic is a real big umbrella. Yeah. It is the beginning of spring. No matter, even if that groundhog pokes its head out and there's six more weeks of winter, it's still the beginning of spring. So the hardest part of winter, hopefully, is over. And this year, because it is a cross-quarter day and it's it's February 3rd this year. Yes. But it will say February 1st on all your witches' calendars. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Speaking of the groundhog, yeah, I'm doing my story first today. Yeah, and I am going. I've written an interpretation of a folk legend that is um, actually sort of echoed across a lot of cultures, even if they don't have in bulk in their culture. Uh, and the one that you might be the most familiar with is Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. I think it either took it from somebody else's legend or it's from this folk legend. Uh, but I am telling a story that is going to sound a little familiar because the groundhog also tells us when winter uh-huh. is coming to an end. If you hop on to, I think it's Learn Religions, actually, and a couple of other websites, you will find that a lot of writers say... And, of course, we in the United States, Groundhog Day is kind of a leftover or an adaption of the Irish tradition of Imbolc. Yes. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. So I think, yeah, you nailed it. There was a lot of stuff I could have written about. There's a lot of stuff I could have written about for Imbolc. Uh, But I chose this because I thought it was fun and kind of, at first I was like, that's fun and kind of silly. And then I really thought about what it means to have an extra like three weeks of winter mm-hmm. and that's not funny three or, or fun. six yeah it's very sad and awful and not fun yeah so shall we do my story let's do it okay i assume some kind of rad sound effect Ooh, what kind of sound effect do you want something twinkly twinkly all right we'll do it We are almost three months from Samhain. The deepest, darkest days are supposedly behind us. The weather, however, has not cottoned on. Frost covers the field like a sparkling blanket. Even in the fullness of the sunshine, there is a chill that finds its way under even my warmest shawl. The ewes will not melt. The lambs stubbornly remain hidden in their mama's bellies. They don't want to be cold either, I suppose. The ground is still hard. No point trying to till or dig and doing our best to nurture the seedlings in the warmth of the big room where the heat lingers longest from the cooking fires. And bathing? Almost not worth it. The water is like ice and it takes so much precious fuel to heat it enough that our teeth don't chatter fit to fall out. We don't want to smell like the cows outside though. So as I said, almost not worth it cold and fatigued of it as we are. You might suppose that we are praying for warmth and sunshine tomorrow. It's in bulk after all, a day for celebration. You would suppose wrongly, I'm afraid. Tomorrow, I wish for rain. I wish for gusting winds and torrents of icy water to torment us from the sky. I wish for clouds so thick, it seems almost as though the sun has decided to stay abed in defiance of the weather. I'm sure that sounds mad, but if you knew the reason, you would understand. Tomorrow, the Kaliak will wake to fetch more firewood to keep her warm in her winter sleep. Or she will if the weather is fair. If the sun burns bright and the breeze is light, she will travel the woods to gather fuel enough to last another month. Maybe more. 
a month or more of further winter, of frozen ground and no milk. So to Bridget we pray for rain. So much rain. A little snow if she can swing it. Convince the hag that the weather is too harsh to traverse the land, that the clouds and the wet and the cold are not worth it to endure, and that winter should end soon, as she soon will have no firewood left, that spring should begin to creep up through the cracks in the frozen earth, that she yearns for the sweet sound of the wee lambs as they cry for their mothers for the first time. Give us one terrible day that winter might find a swifter close. Make tomorrow foul so the next days might be warm. Sleep tomorrow, Kaliak. The wood is not worth the weather. Sleep on through. Sleep on, and when you wake again, pull spring forth from your satchel and sprinkle it across the land for us. Sleep on, sweet Kaliak. The wood is not worth the weather. really hard time not laughing at certain points i was writing it and i was like the bath part is so funny to me the bath part is so it's funny. like it's so fucking cold and we can't waste the wood but also <sighs> everybody in this house stinks to high evan <laughs> we gotta we gotta be it. It <laughs> it's getting ripe in here <laughs> i love that oh so- my gosh and i remember i grew up very poor mm. and we grew up with not a lot of indoor plumbing. We had indoor plumbing where the sink was and we had one bathroom that had a toilet, but the we took baths out in the river and in the cold, we would boil water and pour it into this standing bathtub that we had. So yeah, no, not fun. Not fun. Not fun. Lots at all. of work. So much work. Lots of work. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But Got to gotta be done once a week. Once it's got to be done. <laughs> it's got to be done, especially if you're working hard. We're living a hard working oh, life. Yeah. So oh, that wow. is the story of uh, the Kaliak and her deciding kind of whether or not there will be another month or so of winter mm. time. So if the weather is sunny and bright, she has lots and lots of time to go and gather up firewood for her fires to keep her warm mm-hmm. during winter. So mm-hmm. winter can keep going, but if it's cold and yucky, she's going to be like, ooh, gross. I want springtime, and spring will come a little quicker. And that's kind of how the groundhog does it. All right. That is, yes, I think exactly. Yeah. Because if it's sunny out, he can see his shadow. Yeah. If it's not, he can't. Yeah. Yeah. And he's apparently a scaredy cat. So. Is he? Because he's like, oh, no, my shadow. And it's run back into my hole. What's going on with that? Come on, punks, Tawny Phil. We could unpack that. But eh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I wrote a story that has a lot of the symbols from Imbolc and a lot of things that you could or might do to celebrate Imbolc and also a couple of interesting things that I found that I want to define for you. I think we just defined the cross-quarter day. And this cross there are a couple of holidays that are cross-quarter days. And one of them is Imbolc or Imbolg, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And it's halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. I'm also going to be mentioning 
what's called a feather stick. Mm. And a feather stick is a branch that you would take, a fallen branch, and you whittle it, but don't whittle the wood off of the branch. You make like curls with it. Yep. You make curls and so that it gets all, you know, looks like kind of like a feather or and it's really curly and it can look like hair. And that's sometimes you put a, oh, it's a something cloth. There's a name for it. But basically it means a drenched cloth and you put that on the head of it, you know, kind of like they do in torches in the movies and mm. stuff like that. But you don't always have to because a lot of times the feather of it will dry out enough and it just catches really fast and lights fires and you stick it in the fire and light the fire. I love that. I'm trying to think if there are any other definitions. We're going to be saying the names so. of a lot of deities. From the Tuatha de Danann mm-hmm. and the Irish pantheon, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not going to define them or go into them or anything like that. We're mainly talking about Bridget. Oh, that's what it was. Bridget, also known as Bree or Bridget or Breed. Yes. So, and I think we use Bridget and Bree in this story. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to mix it up this time. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are we? We're mixing it up. Corey... We'll be playing the part of Bree. Oh, oh, good. Okay. And I will be playing the part of Tell. A little peek behind the curtain. We weren't sure yet nope. when we started recording, and so this is a surprise. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to... Well, you'll hear me sounding a little bit like Corey at some point as Tell because I wrote it originally for her. But I was like, I want to hear you read Bree. You be the goddess today. I mean, it is my birthday month. It is your birthday month. and The you're, sun... Went right into Aquarius just for me today. <laughs> and you're always a goddess anyway. <laughs> All right. Right now I'm a goddess that feels just kind of damp and smells like chlorine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm glad it was a good swim. Okay. All right. Should we tell your story? Let's tell the story. Okay. The morning of Imbolc, the cross-quarter day between winter solstice and the spring equinox, we are both already buzzing with the excitement of today's celebration. I had laid the wood for the indoor fire and the outdoor bonfire. I was still upstairs in my room getting dressed. I was nervous. I knew she would be fine with my decision to leave, but the nerves were just settling in. Bree was waiting for me downstairs to light the fires. We'd made several feather sticks this year and had used all but three. Two of those would be used this morning. A huge oak branch had fallen this last December during a wicked storm from the old oak tree named Callie. There was enough for the solstice yule log, nine feather sticks, and something special for Tell this year. I think Callie meant it to be this way. I had named the tree Callie when I planted the acorn ore 300 years ago, and I suspected she did not have much more time in this soil. Tell, how close are you? Give me two minutes. Knowing how much time we would spend outside the cabin in the mountain snow during the ritual, I put on my REI long johns. They were the traditional white that honored Imbolc, as well as a new sweater I knitted. So soft. In honor of the sun, I wove in a little gold yarn on the arms that would peek out when the light caught it. On the back, a green pattern of Bridget's cross. 
making the wrap on the ends of the cross with silver threads this year, chanting my strongest knot spells. I'm here, I said as I walked down the stairs. The oven timer went off. Perfect timing. Almost like you planned it, I stated with a bit of snark. Everything smells amazing, I said, ignoring the attitude. I'm always shocked you can make so much white food and somehow keep it from tasting bland. Oh, the magic of my hearth, (laughs) she said humbly. Bree herself had milked the cow, churned the butter yesterday. She had baked several loaves. This loaf came out about ten minutes ago. Still warm. I savored my first bite of the piece of bread Bree had prepared. It tasted of the sourest sourdough, mixed with the sweet and salt of the butter bursting in my mouth. The flavor. Oh my goddess, this makes me want to eat the entire loaf. Well, there are three more coming out soon and 12 already made, so go for it. The potatoes are peeled and boiling. I will mash them to a pulp. Without the help of mechanics, Brie had a way of making the smoothest mashed potatoes I am having your delicious creme brulee for breakfast. I can't wait. It's the best I ever tasted. Well, that's quite a compliment coming from a timeless goddess. Oh, not timeless exactly. It had never occurred to me that Brie had not always been here. How many years have you been hanging out in our world? Um, I've lost count. I was confused. No, you haven't, I said with curiosity. Brie didn't usually try to hide things from me. Hmm. See, I have this uncanny ability to know when someone is hiding something, a skill that saves me as often as it stirs up trouble. Then let's say I choose not to share that information at this time. I wanted to push it, but something about her energy said no, not today. Let's set up the altar. I grabbed the altar cloths, and as I laid them out, I said, Red for the blood of life, white for the quiet snow, Green for the returning spring. The crystal candle holders with green candles. The swan feathers found at the lake this past summer. The yellow, orange, and white candles in the statue that looks a lot like you. Hmm. Yes, it does. Funny. I (laughs) smiled. A white stone shaped by the waters of the sacred spring. The herbs with basil, blackberry, mugwort. Don't forget the colt's foot. Right, and the colt's foot. Also the crocus bulbs. They're starting to peek out. And lastly, the crystal bell. I handed it to tell. You should ring it this year. The bell? But Bree... You should ring the bell. I did. When I did, I felt a strange sensation on my back. A pulsing energy. The energy of life. It doesn't quite burn. The promise of sovereignty. My hands feel all bubbly. The cauldron is stirring. Bree handed me the chalice. Tell drank. The water of the sacred well from Kildare. The gift of healing already yours. Time to light the fires. Let me set this down. As I turned to place the chalice back on the altar, I noticed a Bridget's cross that hadn't been there before, that looked exactly like... Bree, I said. Hmm? Do I still have a cross on my sweater? Hmm. Not so much. And thank you. The silver was inspired. And you're right. They are your strongest knot spells. It's glowing. And it looks like it's hovering. I made some damn fine magic. And then it hit me. 
like a soft arrow through my heart. I, I'm really ready to leave. You really are. I just looked at her. There wasn't anything else to say. All those nerves for nothing. I guess I knew that she knew. Of course I knew. You'll visit, and wherever you are, I will be there. I handed Tell a feather stick. The beautiful curly cues of wood at the end of the branch cascaded almost like hair. They will light the fires well, and when we set them in the bonfire, they will ignite a new beginning. Marking the beginning of spring. Marking your new adventure. I take your lessons of healing, Bree, of Bridget of Kildara, back to the world to heal regardless of borders. You will share your story of healing, your journey here. Teach the value of time, time to rest and prepare. I will keep writing poems. You will sing songs with your friends this day and always. We will sing songs of your perpetual flames. Don't forget to teach lessons of stepping on the sword, and in doing so you will banish the violence. Tell the story of me spreading my cloaks over the Kurug of Kildare. Brat Breedort. I will carry the protection of your cloak, Bridget. I, the daughter of the Dogda, the goddess of healers, of bards and smiths, of childbirth and inspiration. I, the goddess of the fire and the hearth. I bestow you all my blessings. The candles sprung to light, their flames applauding in approval. I took Bree's hands. Goddess of the hearth, thank you for sharing your wisdom with me. As winter begins to wane, your choices will create a colorful prism. May I see clearly the message you share. May I embrace change with hope and care. Remember, the excitement of new does not quell what once was, and as the crocus does rise, we renew our cause. May your path be true. May you go with many blessings. And know that we love you. I looked up at Bree, the Tuatha Dedanan goddess I have known for so long. Behind me, she saw the Dagda on Morrigan, Bive, Maka. This year also came Neve and Nuet, Danu, Anu, Kaliak, and so many more. For this year, Tell, is your year, your beginning of a new spring. The spell is cast, so mote it be. So mote this shit. <laughs> yes, so mote this shit. Light that fire. As we do, the doorbell rings. The first guests arrive. And, and the, the party, party begins. begins. Happy Imbolc. Happy Imbolc. <laughs> Happy Imbolc. There is only one of you, only one of me. There's a million of those who won't let us be. But they're not gonna, not gonna see me bleed. Cause baby, I got you. All right. What? Story time. Hopefully you got all those clues and can write them all down and have a fabulous celebration. But if not, check out our transcripts. Or you can also go back and listen to our former episodes on Imbolc where there are a lot. So many. So many. Three, so many. right? I Four, think there's three. three. We talk about food things. Mm-hmm. We talk about deities. We oh, talk yeah. about fire stuff. We talk about the Bridget's Cross. We talk mm-hmm. about all kinds of stuff. Because mm-hmm. we've been at this for a while now. Yeah. We're in the middle of our third year. Holy smokes. Or Shabal. Would you like to send up some sparks? I would love to send up some sparks. Perfect timing. Excellent. So my spark this week is the uh, musical guest. Musical guest. Sorry. I had a cheesecake milkshake. 
Mm-hmm. And so my mouth is full of like, it's hard to oh, do plosives so right now. Nice. It was so tasty. Uh, I went to Welcome to Night Vale last night and I got to see a musician called Danny Schmidt. Uh, and that's S-C-H-M-I-D-T. And I will have that in the uh, post. So you can just click on his Insta. But uh, he, if you like sort of story-based lyrical folk, if you like the Mountain Goats, you'll really like Danny Schmidt, I think. Mm. Um, He played a song in Welcome to Night Vale as the weather on one episode called This Too Shall Pass. And it's gorgeous. And after we're done recording, Dada, I'll play it for you. Um, Mm. And... He's just his music is really beautiful, and he just played a couple of new songs last night that he'd written on the road about, you know, going on even when things seem hopeless and the mm. world and all kinds of stuff. And um, his stuff is just really it's he's got a lot of long songs. They're all upwards of three and a half to four and a half minutes. A lot of them sometimes they're longer because they tell a really good story, and I love that. So, Danny Schmidt. His bio on his website says, singer, songwriter, human, <laughs> which I love that. I love that he says human. Uh, you said long songs, and I was like, oh, yeah, back to the seven, eight-minute song. No. Oh, no. And he's, he's, I was he, like, oh, my gosh. Some of these tap out at, like, seven. Yeah. Um, But, like, for me, a long song is, like, I used to listen to Tool. Mm. And those songs are, like, 11 fucking minutes long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get you all the way to work. Yeah. Um. He doesn't have like what is currently the radio average of like two fifteen. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't listen to the radio anymore. This is why I don't know these things. I gotta turn I read to a, you. I read a thing about it. You read a thing about um, it. So yeah, mm. I bought the vinyl because he had the vinyl of his album um, called Parables and Primes, and it's I'm so excited about it. Which means you. I do have a record player. We, we have do. a little sound mm. corner set up. You'll see it when you come to my birthday. Uh, well, I miss ours. I have a comedian to shout out. And his name is Sammy Obeid. Obeid. I think it's Obeid. He is a Palestinian American. And he's very, 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 very funny. And yet will keep you informed about some things that are going on in Palestine and what that whole thing is about. I know this guy. Do you know him? Yeah. And I, I He's on our pinned post right now. I don't know if this will be true by inbook because I'm trying to change the pinned post about Gaza every week. But I just thought, I thought he was so funny. And this was the, the one I've got posted there was the first one I'd seen of him was, and it was like, if South Africa goes after you for racism, you know you done messed up. You messed up. It's genocide. And it, except he says fucked up, but um, they bleep that. And so, and then, so I explored him a little bit more and he's got this one. He goes, you know, I've decided that, you know, people are not concerned about what's going on. And it's not because they're racist. It's because they don't like humans. So I started posting pictures of the animals that are suffering in Gaza 
And all of a sudden, I've got all these white women following me. And anyway, he just goes on and on. He's wonderfully irreverent and very, <laughs> very fabulous. And I'm absolutely <laughs> in love with him. And he just was here back in November. And oh. I didn't know who he was then. I think since this is in bulk and this is coming out and it's about celebration, it's sometimes hard to celebrate with all the hard things that are going on in the world. And it's really important to remember how important it is, just like you were saying with your guy, those songs of hope when it feels like, you know, you can't go on and, you know, we're, it's the 20th of January, everybody. Stirring shit up and rebuilding. We're in Pluto town. Yep. Yep. We're going to rebuild. I'm trying to hang on to that hope and he gave me a lot of it so that's why i wanted to share i love that yeah that's it that's it yeah shall we say adieu 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 to you and you and you (laughs) hey everybody happy in bulk i hope it's awesome for you may bridget bless you or whatever other deities or if you don't celebrate the if you celebrate candlemas or some other you know, February-ish cross-quarter day celebration. I hope it's awesome. I hope it's awesome. Yeah, go witches, go. Woo! (laughs) And until next time, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. You only one of me. There's a million of those who won't let us be. But they're not gonna, not gonna see me bleed. Cause baby, I got you, 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 you. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org. I'm not afraid, I'm not